Hi everybody, David Noor. I want to welcome you to Crazy to Believe, Season 4 of the Curvebenders Podcast. Happy New Year to you. I'm excited to launch. Uh, this is a really special year. It's the 20th anniversary of our firm. And people tell you all the time, you just can't believe how fast this time has flown by. So I'm really excited about this new season. We're also doing something a little different. Uh, where we're going to focus more on live interactions this next year with insights from me about uh, I'm now writing the third edition of, I think, my best work, Relationship Economics. Uh, that book originally came out in 2008. We'll talk about the most recent one, Curvebenders. We'll talk about an update to co-create. I'll have a lot of guests, both uh, thought leaders, but also practice leaders. I'm a, a passionate believer of not just great ideas, but those operators, those leaders who are in the field, in the arena, if you will, every single day, doing some amazing work. And I wanna hear from them, and I think you would benefit from hearing what's working for them. How are they adapting their strategy in the post-pandemic world? And how are they thinking and leading differently when it comes to innovation, when it comes to talent, when it comes to real and lasting change? And by the way, I don't know any organization that doesn't need fresh thinking, fresh perspective, and candidly, growth. Um, it, it's always great to hear about growth, but how are you know real growth and profitable growth happening in some of these organizations? So I'm really excited about this new season, and we're, t we're changing the name to Curve Benders Live, so a lot more live interactions, and we'll repurpose these as a podcast, but the goal is also to be very consistent. Last year, again, you kind of get busy and you start doing client work and travel. And so some of these may be pre-recorded. Some of these may be guest hosts by others. But the goal is consistently every week bring you a new episode, bring you uh, a new, hopefully fresh thinking, fresh lens, fresh perspective on topics that I'm most passionate about. We also want to uh, make sure this isn't just one-way communication, that we also get a chance to hear from you and have you interact with the content that I and others on the team put out there. So I would encourage you, if you haven't already, join us in the North Forum. That's our private online community. I don't know about you, but in the last couple of years, I've found the popular social networks to be highly promotional, highly politicized, and highly polarizing. So I belong to now four or five of these micro communities. Think of them as your favorite deli or favorite bakery where you don't go there for everything. You go there for that specific thing that they may bring to the table. And we've got one of our own. Again, it's called the Nor Forum. So if you just go to norgroup.com slash forum, you'll learn more about it. It's a private community, so you're going to have to answer a couple questions and join us. We want to make sure the right people are there, the right-minded, right-focused folks are there. So, and I'll post uh, follow-ons to these live conversations, whether it's the transcript from this or more importantly, templates and actionable insights and steps and summaries of either what I shared or what the guests have shared. And I want you to come in and not just be a consumer of that information, but we found that the learning and the growth dramatically gets elevated if you actually participate in it, if you immerse yourself in it, if you ask questions and answer questions by others about the application of the ideas. Again, you're going to hear a consistent theme throughout this next year. Love great ideas, love great frameworks, 
But what you really need is something I've been talking about for a number of years, which is the elevator ride. So theoretical constructs are great. At some point, you're going to need to see application of it. How does it work? Case studies, examples, who else is doing this? And at the end of the day, what really matters is implementation, which is you. Your environment, your situation, your constraints, whether it's budget, time frame, size of your organization, your industry nuances, your culture. So the implementation of it becomes critical. So again, I don't want you to just consume great content. That's great. That's intellectual food. You never know when you're going to use it or need it. And it's always helpful. It's dramatically more impactful if you really immerse yourself in it and take a ride on the elevator, theoretical application implementation. So in this episode, and to kick off the year, what I really want to share is a practice I learned years ago, which is this idea of reflection. And again, I don't believe we make enough time to think. So I really want you to, if you haven't already started this new year, take a step back and really reflect on this past year. The global pandemic aside, uh, what I've created is a template. And again, I'm working with Lynn Wilson, our creative director, to create a downloadable uh, version of this. I often sketch out my ideas and then Lynn really brings them to life. But this idea of reflection, and you can do this on a monthly basis, you could do this on a quarterly basis. At, at a minimum, you wanna make sure you do it once or twice a year. And it's an opportunity to really reflect on what's gone well, what hasn't gone well, what do you need to think, think about and really do differently. So this version has six boxes. I want you to think of a eight and a half by 11 page in three tiers. So top third, middle third, and the bottom third. And then split the page in half so you get six boxes. Again, eight and a half by 11 page top third, middle third, bottom third, split the page in half, so you have six boxes. The top third are gonna talk about what went well, what didn't go well. So in the first box, I want you to capture no more than three to five. I know you could come up with 75 things and that's great, but I want you to really focus and really think about three to five things that went really well for you this past year. Really go back and look at your calendar. Go, again, I don't know about you. I can't remember what I had for breakfast this morning. So go back and look at your notes. Look at your email. Look at your calendar. Really capture what are you most proud of? What are you most excited about? What do you believe was a feather in your cap? What went exceptionally well? So mine, right? We launched Curve Benders, my 10th book. I'm writing Relationship Economics, the third edition. And Wiley, great partner, longtime partner has agreed to publish that this new year. Um, really good year with several really marquee clients from a revenue growth, doing interesting work. And the realization that the lifetime value of that client is much more important. So I wanna focus on fewer clients and more, right? Transformational work versus just a whole bunch of transactional work. So pause this video, if you will, Take a few minutes and really think through the top three to five events, things that happened this past year for you that you're most excited about, most proud of. The box on the right-hand side is flip the coin. What didn't go as well? It doesn't have to be broken, but what didn't quite click? What didn't quite materialize? What didn't quite come to fruition? that you were really hoping for. 
again, um, it could be personal, it could be professional. Some of you may know my mom passed away this, this past Thanksgiving morning from COVID pneumonia. And that's just heartbreaking. And I know logically our parents aging and passing is kind of part of that circle of life. It just stinks while you're in it. So that was a really tough kind of phase. Um, digital impact on the business. I had much higher aspirations of our own digital transformation. And it's again, it's one of those things that everybody, it's sexy and cool and jazzy. And a lot of people can talk about. It is really difficult to implement. It's really difficult to kind of bring to fruition and really deliver the results from. So again, really reflect, really think about, look at your calendar, look at your notes, think about where we've been this entire past year, what didn't go as well, what didn't click, what didn't materialize, what didn't come to fruition, what didn't work for you. Three to five, again, somebody says, I can make a list of a hundred of those things. That's great. Really synthesize. I really want you to discern the top three to five. So again, we're talking about reflections. You can do this monthly. You can do this quarterly. You can do this at least, at my suggestion, is once or twice a year. Right now, we're focusing on this past year. Top third, three tiers in this one eight and a half by 11 page. Keep it simple. Top third, right? Middle third, bottom third. Divide the page in half. Top box number one, top left corner. I usually put a plus sign and circle it. What went really well? Right hand side, top right corner, minus sign with a circle. What didn't go as well? What didn't click? So that's really your reflection on what went well, what didn't go well. Now let's come to the middle third of the page. So boxes three and four. Box three, I want you to really think about the lessons you've learned. I've often told people, often, and I heard somebody else say this years ago, and it absolutely stuck with me. We don't fail. We have learning moments. We learn. Because if you're not learning, you're not growing. And if you don't grow, pretty soon you're not going to become be relevant to your biggest asset, which I've always believed is your portfolio of relationships. So in this box, box number three, I want you to really capture the lessons you learned they could be painful, they could have been great this past year, right? So again, full disclosure, mine, I wanna manage no one, right? I learned this from Alan Weiss, a mentor of mine. I've learned this from Marshall Goldsmith, a mentor of mine. I'm fundamentally in the ideas business. I'm happy to lead, I love leading, but I don't wanna manage anybody. So I'm determined to surround myself with those that don't need to be managed or make sure that's not my role or my responsibility. So what are some of the lessons you've learned this past year? I mentioned this earlier, the lifetime value, really getting in and helping clients with a lot of different parts of their business, creating a more impactful, more material impact on their business, leaving that indelible imprint in their business is much more of what I'm attracted to and what I want to do versus a whole bunch of transactional work where all right, people may or may not remember what you did for them, you know, three months later. So again, pause the video, capture three to five, top three to five lessons you've learned this past year that really stuck with you, that really kind of took some either pain, right, to, to learn, or you know what, that worked really well, I want to do more of that. And you realize that that tailwind or the rocket boosters attached to your shuttle. And you were, when were you at your best? 
that's another way to good you know way, good way to think about these lessons is when were you absolutely hitting your stride when were you just clicking on all cylinders right so again box one top left corner plus sign what went really well for you this past year top right corner minus sign what didn't go as well what didn't click box three is that middle tier what lessons three to five lessons you've learned right box four right hand side in that middle third what will you choose to think about feel or do differently this new year let me say again what will you choose it's a choice every single day what will you choose to think about feel or do differently this next year so capture some of those capture three to five based on the lessons look look at the tier above that what's gone well for you what didn't go well for you if you're not learning if you're not thinking about how will i show up differently how will i think differently what will i feel one of the things i'm coaching a lot of leaders to really think about is and, and a good friend peter bregman has written a book uh, leading with emotional courage and what i love peter talks about if you don't feel frustrated angry disappointed pretty soon you're not going to feel anything so you have to let yourself feel that's not the key is not not to feel the key is to separate that feeling from your actions and if you think about it if you just imagine for a second some of the best leaders you've ever met it's not that they don't get frustrated or disappointed or let down or even excited it's both sides of the coin it's that they take a second to feel that recognize that feeling in some ways honor that feeling and then separate that from their actions what they say what they do they don't want that emotion right whether it's an emotional high or low dictate their behaviors and great leaders separate that emotions from their actions from their behaviors right so take a few minutes what will you think about feel or do differently again um, I want to attract partners attract partners who are going to own very specific practice areas Jen Cords has joined us this year you're going to get a chance to meet her in one of the upcoming episodes so I'm having conversations with a couple others who want to come and really build a strong practice group within our team um, this idea of focusing on fewer but really creating more impactful more meaningful client relationships the beautiful part about running a small firm is that you don't need and, and I've, I've heard this as well in the past what you own ends up owning you you don't need 50,000 customers I want to work with five but I want to work with five exceptional leaders and their teams their organizations who are already doing well and they want to elevate that to a different level they want to really create a much greater impact in their business that's something that I'm going to do differently in how I engage leaders this coming year so what will you choose to do differently quick recap we're talking about reflections we don't make enough time to think and reflect this is one of best practices that I'm going to share this year. It's our 20th anniversary of our firm. So we talked about this particular template is an eight and a half by 11 page, three tiers, top tier, third, middle tier, right? And the bottom third, split the page in half. So you have six boxes. Box number one, what's gone exceptionally well for you? Three to five ideas. Number two, on the right-hand side, what hasn't gone as well? What hasn't clicked? 
again, capture three to five. Middle left, what lessons, top lessons you've learned this past year. Really think about, look up at your calendar. I've always said that dictates where we invest our time, effort, resources, right? Right-hand side of that, what will you choose to think about, feel, or do differently this next year? The bottom tier. The bottom tier, I think you'd be disappointed if the relationship guy didn't talk about your business relationships. So bottom left corner, I want you to list three to five relationships that elevated, amplified, or otherwise enhanced your world, your learning, your growth, your results, your success this past year. Who who lifted you up? Who do you feel like you're a better person because of them? You're more successful. You're more thoughtful. You're a, a more servant leader. You have shown up in a much more impactful way because of this person. These people lifted you up. They elevated you. If you've read the book Curvebenders, they're potential curvebenders because they bring out the best version of you. That's another really good way to think of it. So um, I had a chance to work really closely with uh, Bill Hogan, who this past year was the chief revenue officer at a company called Security Scorecard. I got introduced to him, to another longtime friend and client, Randy Seidel, CEO of the sales community. Those two were hugely impactful to me this year. Just great guys and and great conversations and discussions and partnerships and sounding board and and they they both pushed me to make sure I showed up consistently at my best. Those are the kinds of relationships I want you to capture in this in this box. Similarly, John Carroll, Sheila Ahmed at Service Council introduced me to a couple of other executives that we worked with this past year. James Mylad and uh, you know several others that Likewise, you genuinely enjoy getting to know. They're your kind of people. That's the lamest term is we have chemistry or they're a lot like me, right? So again, take a few minutes, three to five individuals. Relationships are between individuals who elevated you, who amplified you, your brand. They brought out the best version of you. So take a few minutes, capture that. Final box, box number six right-hand side, bottom right corner, I want you to capture relationships that you either neglected or those that didn't take you in the right direction. Maybe there were anchors. Maybe they held you back. Maybe they showed a lot of promise. You invested time, effort, and resources, and now you're wondering, scratching your head, like, what happened? That went nowhere. Again, relationships are between individuals. So ideal if you capture an individual. If not, capture a community. Capture an ecosystem. I belong to that organization, that industry association. I showed up month after month, and I'm not really getting anything from it. Is that really going to be a good investment of your time and effort? The other one is relationships you may have left neglected. So some of you may know uh, Thinkers 50. It's this global organization of world thinkers. They were kind enough to name me as one of their radar, kind of management you know, thinkers to watch in the Radar 2021 class. Uh, and I neglected that group. I neglected that organization. I neglected others that were equally recognized in that list. And you get busy, right? You get pulled in a lot of different directions and you're busy doing work and you neglect 
that ecosystem. So if you don't capture it, you have a high tendency to repeat that again. So what I really want you to think about, what I really want you to consider is capturing individual names and or communities, ecosystems that you either neglected or they didn't take you in the right direction. They maybe dragged you back or pulled you back or, right? I belong to a couple of those where, again, I've invested time and effort and I just, I don't, I don't see the return on that relationship investment. So I've captured those. So take a few minutes, again, three to five, really think about where you were this past year. What did you do? Where did you invest? The relationships you had great aspirations for and for whatever reason didn't materialize. So capture those. Again, I like things simple. I like things actionable. I like one pagers a great deal because I can look at this. Now what I want you to do is take a step back and holistically kind of review it. Again, six boxes. Box one, relationships that went really well. Box two, relationships that didn't go as well for whatever reason. Box three, lessons you learned this past year. Box four, what will you think about, feel, do differently this next year? Box five, relationships that amplified, enhanced, elevated you, your brand, your how you showed up, right? Box six, bottom right corner, relationships you neglected, the ones that pulled you back. Now I want you to look at this, and here's the key. This is the, this is the toughest part. I want you to actually put this page away for about a couple weeks. Don't think about it. That's going to be hard to do. Don't look at it, right? And then pull it back out again and review the same list. And make any changes or modifications to it. Review it again. Say, you know what? That's somebody that really was good for me that I met early in the year and then I neglected. Or, you know what? I did that, and in hindsight, that probably wasn't the best move, personally, professionally. That didn't elevate me to that next best version. You've heard me talk about your journey from now to next. That lesson was a painful step back, didn't really propel me forward. These are all examples of things I want you to look at and really think about the second time you kind of look at this. Make your changes. Put it away again. Pull it back the, the third time. So first time you create it, put it away for two weeks. Don't think about it. That would be hard. When you pull it back, pull it out, kind of look through it again. Make the changes. Do it again in a couple weeks. And that final version is something I would clean up. And again, Lynn Wilson, our creative director, is helping me put this template. You can download it from our community, the NOR Forum. And we'll label this reflections, right? Create a clean version. And here's really what I want for you. Put it up somewhere. Put it up in front of you at your desk. Put it up somewhere that you can see it. Because out of sight, out of mind. And if you're not looking at what's gone well for you, you may not be thinking about how do I do more of that. If you don't think about what hasn't gone well for you, how do I get an early glimpse into that doesn't look right? You've heard the old expression, bad prospects become horrible customers. Bad early relationships become horrible ones later. 
So if you if you have examples of what hasn't gone well for you this past year, hopefully you'll be able to see ingredients or you know examples of that's not where I want to go. Lessons. If you don't capture these lessons, if you don't think about these lessons, you're gonna repeat them again. You know, fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. What are you gonna do differently? You can't just write them. You can't just think about them. You can't just aspire. That's a good start, but at some point you have to roll up your sleeves and actually think about, feel, do these things differently. Relationships that amplified, elevated you, double down on those. Invest more time with them. Ensure their success. More importantly, identify the attributes that made these three to five people really exemplary in your life. Similarly, relationships you neglected, double down on those. If they're worth the investment, use me. Use this session as an excuse to go back and say, I, my fault. I neglected our relationship this past year. I want to rectify that. How can I help? How can I be an asset? Here's an idea that I want you to think about. And the ones that were anchoring you or pulled you back or held you back in a negative way, again, I want you to identify attributes. What about that person? What about that community isn't you? If you think about this global pandemic, we haven't spent more time with more people. We actually spend more time with fewer people. So I'm practicing what I preach, which is, I don't need more. Everybody wants more. I want more customers. I want more social media contacts. I want more. I would submit you need fewer, but you need more impactful, deeper, more authentic, more real. Um, Andy Stanley is the pastor of North Point Ministries, and I love one of his sermons, and I wrote about this in, I think, Curve Bend as well, and he talks a lot about the bigger the gap between who you really are and who you pretend to be, the more exhausting life becomes because you always have to be on. So don't do that. Create this much smaller gap, a much more kind of authentic you, real you, and look for people who are aligned with those values. That's the real value of this Reflections template. That's the real value of these six boxes is if you go through the processes I've outlined and then you put the final version of this in front of you, it becomes a constant reminder of what goes well for you, what doesn't, what lessons you're learning, what do you need to do differently, relationships that amplify, enhance, elevate you, surround yourself with more of those people, and those that you neglect and or hold you back or right take you in the wrong direction, let's not do that anymore. So, I'm excited about this new season, Curvebenders Live. My goal is a new episode every week this coming year, whether by me or others or guests or pre-recorded sessions if I'm traveling. I hope you'll subscribe. I hope you'll check out our website, norgroup.com. Much more importantly, I hope you'll come join us in the Nor Group, Nor Forum. Uh, so just go to norgroup.com slash forum, sign up, join us, Come participate. Come download the PDF that Lynn's creating. Come jump in with questions. Come jump in with comments. If you did this exercise and you want to share what went well, what didn't go well, what do you want to see more of? One of the things I'm a big believer of is version one is better than version none. A lot of these templates that I'm going to create this year are going to be version one of something. 
let's enhance it let's elevate it let's kind of modify it so the version two of it will be that much sharper i don't six boxes is just what i came up with maybe there's eight maybe there's ten maybe there should only be four but let's kind of talk through this and figure out how we can really raise the bar and my goal this next year is the best version of you in this growth journey my name is david Knorr, so i hope you'll check out nor group n-o-u-r group.com come join us in the forum and i'll see you next time on curve benders live thanks everybody take care